Welcome to Friends and Daggers, the daily vlog cast that opens up the scriptures and helps us understand the person and the work of Jesus. Now, these prophets, these prophets in the Old Testament are forth-telling. They are proclaiming to the people. The people are asking, why is this happening to us? And the prophets are saying, this is why. You have broken the covenant, repent. And Jeremiah is one of those forth-tellers. He proclaims very clearly. Jeremiah chapter 11, uh, the people ask questions, and this is uh, the word. They have returned to the, to the sins of their forefathers, God says, who refused to listen to my words. They have followed other gods to serve them. Both the house of Israel and the house of Judah have broken covenant, the covenant that I made with their forefathers. Therefore, this is what the Lord says, I will bring on them a disaster they cannot escape. Although they cry out to me, I will not listen to them. So again and again and again, the message of the prophets is repent, receive, rejoice in the promises uh, that come in Messiah. And the cycle goes on sadly again and again, repent, receive, rejoice. The people's heart are always going back to Egypt, always after other gods. Now again, the good news from Jeremiah Jeremiah is the one who will speak of this better covenant. Not better in the sense that all those old ones were not um, uh, not working. It is the people of God who are not following this, this covenant. They are the ones breaking the covenant. Better rather in the sense that the reality, the fulfillment of all of those Old Testament covenants is Jesus himself. He is the new and better covenant. Not new again in the sense of, well, plan A didn't work, plan B, plan C didn't work. Now, okay, I'll send my son. No, in the sense of the shadow now finds its reality. The reality is the person and work of Jesus. So Jeremiah speaks to this reality, this fulfillment, this uh, again, we'll put it in quotation marks, the better one, because all of the Old Testament rites and rituals, um, they were, get, again, just shadows. But the Lamb of God, the sacrifice, the high priest is Jesus. So Jeremiah points to this, Jeremiah chapter 31. The time is coming, declares the Lord, when I will make a new covenant with the house of Israel and with the house of Judah. He says, it will not be like the covenant I made with their forefathers when I took them by the hand and led them out of Egypt because they broke my covenant, though I was a husband to them, declares the Lord. So nothing wrong with the covenant. It's God's covenant. It's God's eternal word. It is the people who are forever breaking the covenant. Jeremiah chapter 31, verse 33, he says, This is the covenant I will make with the house of Israel after that time, declares the Lord. I will put my law in their minds and write it on their hearts, and I will be their God and they will be my people. And no longer will a man teach his neighbor or a man his brother, saying, Know the Lord, because they will all know me, from the least of them to the greatest, declares the Lord. For I will forgive their wickedness and will remember their sins no more. Again, the heart and the center of the scriptures is that verse. I will forgive their wickedness and will remember their sins no more. And how does that happen? In the person and the work of Jesus. 
he accomplishes it. And then the Spirit offers that and daily distributes and gives it to the church. Now, this is what Paul's speaking about in 1 Corinthians chapter 11. Again, shadows reality. Chapter 11, verse 25, Paul writes, In the same way, after the supper, he, Jesus, took the cup, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood. Do this whenever you drink it in remembrance of me. For whenever you eat this bread and you drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. The fulfillment in Jesus, his death and resurrection for the forgiveness of sins. How is that given to us? How does he forgive our wickedness and remember it no more? How does he not only forgive sins, but take away sins? Well, behold, the Lamb of God that takes away the sin of the world. And so Jesus says, here, here is the cup of the covenant. The cup in my body, in my blood, broken for you for the forgiveness of sins. So always the good news. One day, speaking to the people of Israel, one day there will be one who will be the fulfillment of all of the covenants. And we look back and say that day has come. We know that at the right time, when the time had fully come, God sent his son, born under the law, to redeem those under the law, that we might become the, the full rights, might have the full rights of sons. And so one day that, that promised one did come. The seed of Abraham did come. The son of David did come. The perfect one, the perfect one who keeps the law on our behalf did come. He did die for the sins of the world. He did rise again. He rules and reigns. He makes atonement for the sins of the world. Look, look, the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world.